Welcome to the Michael and Chauncey Show. Good evening and welcome to the Michael and Chauncey Show. I'm the co-host Chauncey Brown. My co-host Michael Bloomling Jr. is running for Congress at Florida's 21st Congressional District and he will be unable to be on the show today because he is out campaigning. We have a very exciting show today for our listeners. We have a gentleman who is a former military pilot. He is the author in public speaking on military and political affairs. He's a former Air Force pilot, saw combat in Grenada, Haiti, Bosnia, the Persian Gulf. He's also the author of four books, Dereliction of Duty, Reckless Disregard, War Crimes, and Conduct Unbecoming. He also frequently appears on radio and TV shows. We are proud and blessed to have in the studio today on the Michael and Chauncey Show, uh, Buzz Patterson. Welcome to the show, Buzz. Hey, guys. How's you guys doing? Buzz, it's great to have you on. I know you have a very busy schedule, and I uh, hope all is going well with you and your family. We're doing well. Uh, unfortunately, you know, Mike is out camping. Painting, so he's not going to be able to be on the on the show today, as I talked about earlier. Um, from our audience, just briefly give us a little background about yourself, and then we'll get into some issues uh, that are affecting California and your running your campaign. Yeah, thanks, Chauncey. So, uh, as you pointed out, I was uh, an Air Force pilot, served in the Air Force for 20 years. Uh, in my 20 years, I saw combat. Um, in, in multiple places, I guess uh, probably the most prominent was uh, the first Persian Gulf War and also Bosnia uh, in 1994. Uh, but I was able to, I was, I was privileged and, and blessed to serve as a pilot in the Air Force um, for 20 years and see uh, tours of duty in 69 countries and six continents. And then in 1996, I was asked... Uh, by the White House to be President Bill Clinton's Air Force military aide and carry the nuclear football. So I lived in the White House uh, for two years. I had, had an office in the White House and a bedroom in the White House and uh, was by uh, President Clinton's side for two years. Uh, with my other, I had, I had four other uh, military aide uh, brothers and sisters that um, from the other services. So there was, uh, there was always five aides, one from each of the services. And I was the Air Force guy. And then I left, uh, I left the White House in 1998, went back to serve in the Air Force, uh, went back to the Air Force Academy uh, in Colorado Springs and was the commander of cadets at the Academy until 2001. I retired from the Air Force to become, uh, initially to become an airline pilot. And then 9-11 happened. So I was flying for Delta Airlines and then 9-11 happened and I decided I needed to uh, continue to serve my country. So I started writing books about our military and, uh, and politics and how politics affects our military in some ways positively and some ways negatively. And then um, in 2016, I left uh, Delta and uh, decided to get back in the political arena. And I'm running for uh, Congress, U.S. Congress in Sacramento. It's uh, California 7. 
And uh, we won our primary in March. California had their primary on March 3rd, Super Tuesday. I won our primary, and we've got a real good shot at giving President Trump um, four more years and giving him a Republican and conservative Congress back and getting some stuff done. Uh, so I'm uh, that's who I am, and I'm just really proud to be with you guys tonight and be talking about this and uh, and looking forward to talking about the issues that affect Californians. Yeah, and, and also, Chanta, you know, this uh, this virus thing is, is, uh, is impacted all of our lives, uh, quite frankly. So I, I'm fortunate to be home with my wife and three children. Uh, and, it, but it, and it has put kind of a crimp into campaigning. But it's also given me time to kind of recharge after the, camp, after the um, primary and, uh, and get ready to uh, hit it hard here next month and, in, and through the summer and, and uh, switch, uh, flip California 7 back to Republicans. You know, on behalf of Michael and I, uh, I want to thank you so much for your service to our country and your willingness to stand up again to serve our country and in Congress. Um, as we all heard, you have an extraordinary background. We'd be blessed as a nation in the state of California to have you in Congress. And whatever we can do to help, you know, get your name out there, push you out there, and, and help you to, to win, that's what we're here for to, to do. Is, uh, this movement is well, very important for our country, your election. Guys, I'm sorry, Buzz. Yeah, you're, you're exactly right. And I'll tell you what, you know, um, as most people like Michael knows, uh, when you, you know, we come into the military, you take a oath of office and you, uh, you, you, uh, you swear an oath to protect and defend. And I'm looking forward to getting, I'm looking forward to getting back and taking that same exact oath on Capitol Hill. And I think it's important for Americans who are listening just to understand that you know, this, uh, each of these elections, this, you know, this is not about California, it's not about Florida, it's not about Ohio, it's all about uh, the nation, and it's about us um, uh, turning things around and, and uh, again, giving our commander-in-chief the support and the help he needs and, and, to, uh, and to stop the trend toward uh, secularism and uh, socialism and communism and, and uh, get back to what we stand for as Americans. I mean, what was this country was founded on uh, I, liberty and freedoms and I think, uh, I mean, I, I'm excited to be doing this again. I feel like I'm serving again and it, it makes me feel good and it makes me feel like I'm doing the right thing. You know, thank you and, and it's, it's me as well. I'm glad and blessed to be able to play a role. I call this the 2020 Red Movement. And I'm proud to be a part of this movement. I'm proud to be able to interview uh, persons like yourself all over the country who want to bring about real change for the American people with a non-political interest. And that is what's very important. A lot of candidates I've noticed this year, like yourself, have come from a public service background and want to continue to serve our country again. And you are the type of individual, as many of the people I've interviewed, are the right types of people to be in office to serve the public and not looking for a political gain. That is what's missing in our country today. As we know, Donald Trump got elected and he has turned the establishment on both sides upside down, exposing their wrongdoings. And we're blessed to have him to put America first. And that's what we need. We need more people in Congress that's going to put America first and not politics first. And California is a great example of putting politics over people because that's why California is on the map 
not only the fentanyl crisis, the homeless crisis, we can go on and on. Uh, the gangs, the crimes, the immigration, you know, California is almost the beacon of what it is that we need to fight across this whole nation. And um, you're right in the bed of it, and we thank you again for your service. Buzz, well, what else do you thank think? You. You, no, go ahead, Buzz, yeah. I, I'm sorry, yeah, Buzz, I know that there's a delay in when we talk, uh, and that's why uh, it seems like we might be interrupting each other, so I want to apologize for that. No, I, I'm going to apologize to you. I'm sorry that there's a little bit of a delay, and, and uh, but I do, I, I mean, I really appreciate being uh, on the show, and I, I will tell you, you're exactly right. Uh, you know, I think Donald Trump kind of broke the mold uh, for mm-hmm. people like me to, uh, to to consider running for office. I mean, you know, he he's not he doesn't have a political background. I don't have one, although I've been uh, I've been in Washington D.C. So I, I I tell people that I'm kind of a Democrat's worst nightmare because I have uh, insider's knowledge, but I'm an outsider. And I told my wife when I left the White House I would never run for office, but here we are. And I think that it's time that uh, we – I think that we can offer uh, – there's a lot of great people running for office on the Republican side um, this year. A lot, In fact, in yes. California, there's uh, a lot of great veterans who are running, good friends of mine who are running and, and have legitimate, uh, really good chances to, uh, to win. And it's people who are, have never done this before. So I think it's refreshing. We talk about, you know, people who have military experience, who've been on the battlefield, who have commanded people, um, you know, have commanded troops or airmen in combat, who who understand what leadership's all about. And I think uh, I think you can agree, Chauncey. I think that this country right now, this nation right now, has a leadership vacuum uh, that has been filled with uh, career politicians, and they're not. They're not taking care of the American people, especially in California. And I can tell you, I can attest to this. So in California, we have 53 congressional seats. We have the most uh, electoral votes uh, in the nation. So we have 53 congressional seats. As we speak right now, only seven are Republican. So we need to, we need to, in that, that, 15 years ago, it was almost 50-50. So we have lost a tremendous ground and tremendous um, influence uh, in California, which, of course, uh, translates to the rest of the nation. And we can turn that around because a lot of people want to write California off, Chauncey. But, you know, if you take away uh, Los Angeles and San Francisco, California is a red state. Uh, there are a lot of great patriots out here. There's a lot of farmers and ranchers. My district is made up of a lot of farmers and ranchers. Uh, they're solid conservatives. They're solid Trump supporters, uh, and we've got to um, we've got to send the message, uh, which is what we're doing, that uh, we can do better. The last the last 30 years of uh, Democratic uh, control of, of California has resulted in homelessness, uh, you know, um, opioid epidemics, uh, illegal immigration. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just been, it's a nightmare. I mean, and we and we can change that. It's not too late. Yeah, it's not too late, but it's definitely going to be a steep climb. Yes. You know, just dovetailing real quickly, mentioning Donald Trump. Donald Trump, I believe, in the future is going to go down as one of the greatest presidents in the history of this country. And it almost mirrors like Ronald Reagan. The media didn't like Ronald Reagan. It's the same type of thing. The only thing is he had somewhat of a, of a political background. And now, look, we have uh, people 
that calling themselves Reagan Republicans, and now Ronald Reagan has has gone down as one of the greatest presidents in the history of our country. But yes, I I think it is very, very important, uh, not only that Donald Trump has won, but that we must re-elect Donald Trump again to keep the momentum going for America first. We have lost that with uh, the the Democrats of the 90s, the Bill Clintons, the 80s, late 80s. You know, uh, we need to restore American first. And, you know, the politics that's being played today, putting illegal immigrants over American citizens, is just really unconscionable to me. Um, And the, the politics that the Democrats play and have been playing uh, uh, against the people that they purport to represent without delivering any services is sad. Donald Trump is exposing that. Candidates like yourself in this year are exposing exposing that. Like I know Joe Collins down in uh, who's going to be running against Maxine Waters. You know, we need to change the tide here. And, and like I said, Joe is a former, I believe, former military guy too. And, you know, you guys know government, you understand government, you understand politics, but you also understand your commitment to the American people and to the country. I mean, I'm fortunate to be the son of a a former Navy veteran. So, I mean, I always said that instead of going to college, I wish I would have went into the service because growing up with a military father, I think, is more difficult than going into the military. (laughs) Well, I had yeah, you know, I, I, I can I can I can share that with you because I had a military father too, and uh, 32 oof. years in the Air Force, and uh, oof, so I, talking I mean, about discipline. Kind of, <laughs> uh, yeah, well, yeah, and it uh, it does teach you a lot. I mean, I never I never thought, uh, Chauncey, I never thought I'd go in the military, uh, but then Ronald Reagan was elected as our Commander in Chief and President, and I thought, you know what, I want to serve this guy. And I'll tell you, I mean, you talk about Joe Collins. I know Joe. He's a great guy. He's a, a, a naval uh, veteran, uh, Aja Smith, uh, Air Force veteran yes, in, in Orange County, yes. uh, Tamika Hamilton, Air Force veteran, and uh, in, um, she's running against uh, Garamendi up in uh, Northern California. So we have got – Mike Garcia is running in uh, – in fact, he's got a special election here in, in May – for Katie Hill's old spot, uh, Katie Hill, who was embarrassed and stepped down. So Mike Garcia is a Marine fighter pilot. And we've got some really good talent that uh, I think leadership that's all coming in from the outside. And I, uh, to your listeners, I, w- I would just urge, and Mike, Michael, uh, he's, a, he's a, a perfect example. I would urge mm-hmm. um, your listeners uh, to follow uh, not just my campaign and what we're doing, in Sacramento, but my gosh, there's things going on across the nation where we've got some. Um, I was just endorsed, for example, by the Congress uh, uh, Combat Veterans for Congress, so which is a great um, uh, military uh, pack, uh, and, and they don't just they don't just support conservatives; they support um, uh, combat veterans from both sides of the aisle. And I and I was just endorsed by them last week, and I'm very proud because. Uh, serving in combat and then having my fellow uh, Army, Navy, Marine Corps, Air Force, Coast Guard brethren uh, endorse me, tells me that, uh, you know, my 20 years in the Air Force was well spent and my time in combat was well spent. And uh, I've been endorsed by, you know, the foremost uh, military pack uh, in the nation. And I think that we've got, for, for people who are listening, Chauncey, I think we've got a chance really 
to put a lot of former military leadership into our Congress and and, uh, and remove people like AOC and Ilhan Omar and, and, and take Nancy Pelosi out of the speaker seat. And, you know, and like, for example, Tati, my, my opponent is um, Ami Barra, uh, Dr. Ami Barra, who has been in the seat for eight years, who has done absolutely nothing. Uh, he, he, like we call him backbench Barra. He doesn't uh, introduce uh, legislation. He doesn't co-sponsor legislation. And uh, if people will go to my website at Buzz for Congress, Buzz the number four Congress.com, they'll see the comparison between me and Barra. And I think as we're going through this, this pandemic, and uh, we're going through um, you know the the, the uh, dramatic economic downturn because we're all staying at home. Uh, we need people like uh, President Trump and myself and people who've had military experience to come back and say, hey. We can we can rebuild um, today. We, we've been to combat. We have seen the worst the enemy has to offer, and we have succeeded. So let's uh, let's do more of that. Uh, amen. You know, and I think this year, I don't know if my stats are correct. I think you have the most amount of military people running for office in a long time. And I was looking at some stats a couple of weeks ago. 20 or 30 years ago, most of the people in Congress served in the military. Uh, now, right. like you said, it's career, now, I'm sorry, Buzz, now it's career politicians. And that's what we don't need um, because you, you see how we see and we know how it's eroding and undermining not only what our founding fathers set for this country, but the moral integrity of this country as well. And it's sad. You know, and I'm so proud uh, not only to be the son of a military Navy veteran, but to be a part of you, Buzz, and all the other candidates that are former military that are running for office. It's refreshing because, see, I understand that people in the military, when they run for office, they're not going to compromise themselves. The integrity of officers in the military, like I said, I grew up with my dad, there are no people with the highest moral integrity and respect than military officers or people have served in the military. And the American people. I'm sorry, but you're, you know, that's, that's a, a, a fantastic point because people ask me, you know, who I'm going to be when I'm elected. And I'm, I tell them I'm going to be the same person I was when I was a commander in the air force. Um, I, you know, I, military personnel, veterans, are not beholden to the process that the, the lobbyists and um, the process that brings people up through the political system, which, quite frankly, in my opinion, is broken in Washington, D.C. So you're giving it's, – it's, it's, it's refreshing because you're giving a breath of fresh air from the, I mean, America is a breath of fresh air from people who have, who have not been trained to do to be politicians. They've been trained to be exactly uh, leader, leaders, commanders, warriors, selfless service. Uh, which a lot of Democrats don't understand that term, selfless service. And I, you know, I think that um, that we need. Now I'm not, again, I'm not going to be. I'm not going to try to be biased here. But I think I think an infusion of military experience 
uh, into mm -hmm. Congress and the Senate right now is exactly what we need. Is exactly what we need. We need that. Um, that then there like guys like Dan Crenshaw, um, you know, the, the congressman from Texas. Guys that have been there have mm -hmm. have given up uh, blood. Uh, on the battlefield and, and can be on Capitol Hill now and, and, and they, can, they can talk the talk and walk the walk. And I think Amen. that we need a lot more of that and a lot less politicians. Amen. For those that are tuning in, this is the Michael and Chauncey Show. I'm your host today, Chauncey Brown. My co-host, Michael Bloomley Jr., is on the campaign trail running in Florida's 21st Congressional District, and we are honored, blessed, and proud to have in our studio today former military pilot Buzz Patterson uh, talking about his campaign, talking about the nation, talking about politics, and talking about his military experience. You know, there's one thing else that I, I want to uh, dovetail off of my hat being off to military personnel. I am a retired fire captain, which is a paramilitary organization. The difference between us and the average person is we understand the rule of law, we understand policy. We understand order. We understand chain of command. We understand that we are serving the people in our community or in our nation. It takes me out of the equation. Only people that have served military or paramilitary understand that concept. That's why most of our greatest politicians, excuse the terminology, elected officials, have been people that have served in the military. And, you know, if it was up to me, I think that what's going on in our nation today, Buzz, I think that everyone, when you leave high school, should be required to serve two years in the military because that discipline that you receive helps you for the rest of your life in dealing with life experiences. And I've learned that first you know, thing I, with my father. Go ahead. Be it, Buzz. I agree, Chauncey. I agree, Chauncey. And I think, you know, Israel does that. Um, and I think that uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm a proponent of if you don't, if we don't, as Americans, require two years of service, we at least require educational programs in our high schools and colleges that introduce people to what the military is all about, why, why, why we do what we do. Because I think that, I mean, going through, we're talking about statistics. So in World War II, Johnson, 12% of the American population was actually in uniform. As we speak today, less than one-half of 1% 1 is in uniform or even has family members in uniform. So we have got 99.5% of the American public who really doesn't understand what it means to serve. And I think that um, a requirement, a national requirement to yeah. either serve for two years. I mean, you, you can pick your discipline, right? You don't have to go to combat. If you want to be a civil engineer or you want to be in the medical profession, in the military, mm -hmm. or you want to uh, fix airplanes, be you know, I, lawyer, yeah, doctor. a lawyer, anything. I mean, you you can pick that. I don't really care that we don't suit you up and send you overseas, but I think that just being required to understand the culture uh, is would be huge. And I think that if we if we don't at least uh, promote a two year commitment then we at least offer or, or demand that public school systems across the country uh, give a year or two of some sort of political, I'm sorry, military um, information and introduction 
so that people don't come out of high school and college with absolutely no clue. Uh, and I, I can see, I speak on college campuses all the time, Chauncey, and, I, and I, a lot of liberal campuses, and people have no idea what we do and why we do it. And I saw that when I was in the Clinton White House. I mean, I had a, I had a, a young female staffer walk up to me uh, one day at the Clinton White House when I was working for President Clinton, and she says, you know, why were you forced to come into the military? I said, no, I wasn't forced. I, I volunteered. I was a commissioned officer. She goes, were you, because you got in trouble, were you, uh, did, you did some judge order you to go into the military? I said, no. As a matter of fact, I said, I, I, I said, you know, I, I graduated from college, and I, then I got my master's degree, and I chose because I, I chose to come into the military and be a pilot because I wanted to serve the country. And she looked back at me like the deer, like eyes, like deer in headlights. She had no idea what I was talking about. That somebody would actually, a human being, would actually agree to uh, <laughs> to volunteer to serve a nation. And she she just didn't understand that 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 dynamic. And I think that it's prevalent today. I see it on social media all the time, man. I'm on social media on Twitter and Facebook. I see uh, the younger generation, and I trust me, I've got three children, uh, so I, I understand um, their their lack of knowledge. But uh, when I see it on, on on social media, there is just a, a lack of understanding, respect, um, consideration for the men and women, the 2.1 million people we have in uniform right now, who go overseas at our behest uh, and support and defend and fight for us. And I think it would be very timely to uh, introduce some sort of education for them. Buzz, unfortunately, we're out of time. Uh, this has been an extraordinary and exciting and very informative show. You will be on another one of my platforms, I think U.S. national elections, next week. Uh, I can't thank you enough for being on the show. Uh, I do want in our, our next segment, when I catch you on another show, talk about that education piece because very, very important because our children today are not even learning about civic responsibility, statesmanship, not even the military, not even understanding what our government is. You have AOC thinking that we should be a socialist nation. So the underpinning of our education system, not just injecting military, understanding what our founding fathers had for this country needs to be educated. They, they don't understand that we're a republic, what our founding fathers were based on. I mean, this is Judeo Christian uh, the country. I mean, there's a whole lot of things that our kids need to be educated in, and I look forward to having that further conversation with you on another one of my platforms. Well, and this, go ahead, Buzz. In this last minute, I'm yeah. sorry. Just please uh, share uh, with the American people uh, if they want to get a hold of you or contact you or volunteer, donate. If you can share that with the American people, Buzz, we'd really appreciate it. Yeah, God bless, brother. I really appreciate that. And, yes, we need to, to, to keep talking. So if uh, listeners will go to uh, Buzz for Congress, buzz4congress.com, uh, our website. We won our primary in California, so our website's uh, being reconstructed right now or, or uh, actually modified, but they can still donate. Um, if they go to my, my Twitter feed, Facebook, Instagram, they can ask me questions. I, I will always... 100% always respond uh, and answer questions or comments, and uh, I look forward to hearing their input. 
Uh, thank you uh, so much again, Buzz, and I look forward to you coming back on the Michael and Chauncey Show in the future, and I look forward to having you uh, on my other platforms. Thank you so much. God bless you and your family. I will keep you and your family in prayer in this most difficult time with the coronavirus, and I look forward to speaking with you again, Buzz. Thank you so much. We'll be praying for you too, Chauncey. Thank you so much. You're welcome. This is the Michael and Chauncey Show, and we were proud to have in our studio Buzz Patterson, former military pilot, talking about his experience in his run for politics. The Michael and Chauncey Show, you can follow us on Twitter at Liberty Today USA. You can also follow the Michael and Chauncey Show on Facebook at the Michael and Chauncey Show. I'm Chauncey Brown, your host tonight. You can follow me at Right Talk Host on Twitter. And you can follow me at Right Talk Radio Host at Facebook.com. Please stay tuned. Every Thursday at 6.30, we will have a candidate running for a particular office in our nation. Next week, we have congressional candidate running out of Connecticut, <clears throat> Robert Hyde, running for U.S. Congress, 5th Congressional District. Please join us next week for an exciting show with Robert Hyde also another former military veteran, as we interview him, as he talks about his plans for Connecticut and our nation today. We want to thank all of our listeners for joining us. Once again, every Thursday at 6.30, the Michael and Chauncey Show. Please stay safe. God bless you all in these challenging times that we're facing in our nation. And I bid you all a blessed evening. Thank you for tuning in to The Michael and Chauncey Show. Please follow us on Twitter at Liberty Today USA. You can also contribute to the show on Patreon. 